Are you ready to turn your investments into retirement income? Listen in as Jeremy Kyle and his guests reveal ways you can make smarter retirement, investment, and tax planning decisions to achieve your ideal retirement. You will learn more about your money so you can feel better about your money and make better money decisions. Now, on to the show. Welcome to Retirement Revealed. I'm Jeremy Kyle, and we're here to turn your retirement savings into a consistent income. And today we're talking with Bruce Fear about thriving in retirement. Who wouldn't want to thrive in retirement? And Bruce and I are connected through LinkedIn, but through a, a common company that we're associated with or had been associated with. And just so happy. I've heard great things about Bruce. I'm excited to have you on the show. Bruce, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jeremy. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, and of course, I uh, teased a little bit that we're connected to a, a company in the past here. It's Thrivent Financial. Tell us a little bit about yourself and maybe your career with Thrivent. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I was uh, with Thrivent for almost thir- a little over 30 years in the financial services, almost 40 years. But I actually started as a rep in Northwest Iowa doing a wealth advisory for uh, Thrivent and worked through different roles. I had, uh, I think I had, 13 or 14 different roles at Thrivent, uh, half at corporate and half in the field. So I was in senior leadership for uh, a couple decades. Then I was working in the field and sales management for a couple decades and started two companies of my own and uh, went into retirement or what we call renewalment four and a half years ago. Yeah, that's awesome. You're a man of many hats. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe awesome. master and none. We'll see. <laughs> that's okay. Well, why not? Well, you've got enough ability to write a book, uh, and it's about kind of your journey and and what you've shared or learned in yeah. your journey. And you you mentioned there you you aren't quite calling it retirement. You're calling it renewalment, and that's the name of your book: Renewalment, Thriving in Retirement, Building on a Rock Solid Foundation of Biblical Principles. That title right there. We've got so many things to go with. But let's just start with the first word, renewalment. What does that mean to you? When uh, when thinking about retirement, for myself, it just seemed like I really didn't want to retire to something. You know, it was like it felt like I would be tired, and started researching retirement. And really, a lot of people did that, just kind of retired because they were tired. And that for my wife and I, when we were looking at it, uh, renewalment is really about. A renewing, a refocusing, and a repurposing of this life phase. So I think renewal can happen at any life phase. It just happens to be focused on retirement in this book. I think we can renew, repurpose, and refocus at any stage of our life. And and uh, that's what uh, we've been doing for the last four and a half years. That's awesome. And I, I feel as if, I'm not going to use the word easier, but I feel like whenever there's a trigger, it just gives more of an opportunity for somebody to have that renewalment, whatever that might look yeah. like. T- tell us, how's that looking for you? Yeah, we, uh, you know, I, I think I mentioned this once before, but, you know, I I'm, I love to work. I grew up in the Midwest. I was all about work ethic. I figured I'd work till at least 70, if not longer, you know, <laughs> uh, just because that's what people do. But when, uh, when I we actually retired when I was 59, four and a half years ago. And the, to your point, kind of this, the triggering event was a couple of my mentors uh, really just challenged me on, Bruce, when is enough enough? 
And what's it really mean to retire and 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 what's your focus? And that's when I started looking at uh, retirement from a biblical perspective and not just from a worldview perspective, but trying to look at it through the lens of the Bible and and really uh, using some processes to discern uh, when enough is enough. And when I say that, most people think only of money. Money obviously plays a role, right? But it's also about time and about kind of my own ego and my own prestige. And what do I get out of this job I had at Thriving, which I loved, quite frankly, doing, yet it was more about me and came to this feeling enough was enough and we needed to refocus. Yeah, thank you for mentioning ego, prestige. I'll tell you, you've got a great name in the world of Thriving. And so, which is a positive thing. And we hear from retirement coaches all the time that uh, a lot of times when you are working, your self-worth gets wrapped up in your ability to have an influence at work. And and I imagine that maybe, you know, it happened for you. I guess I'm curious, how is it looking? How does it feel then to maybe be a bit on the other side of it where perhaps you're not necessarily... I'm going to say the top dog, right? Uh, yeah, you're not necessarily yeah. uh, the big cheese. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a great question because I actually I was just talking about this uh, Monday night with some friends in that, you know, uh, one of the changes in refocusing and repurposing is that it's, it is uh, you really need to move what you're doing, even if you were doing really good things. And I felt like I was doing real good things, making a difference, helping people out. But, in hindsight, it was about me. You know, I, I, I was doing good things, but it, it was I felt good about it, right? Versus flipping that and saying, what's an other-centered person's perspective? And and it's not about me, it is about other people. And you know, it it um, you know, you have ups and downs afterwards when you do that, because when you're the boss, you know, you, you you do or don't have influence, but people kind of do what you want them to do, right? Yeah. But it was it's been a great growth experience, uh, emotionally, spiritually, you know, all kind relationally, with really saying I need to step back and look at this from a different lens. And the world gives us so many views that end up, you know, not good that uh, could I take a biblical lens and look at this and come out for the better on the other end, which uh, four and a half years later, I feel like we've done. And we've experienced probably every up and down people go through in, in retirement. You know, it's just that I, I think ours haven't been as high or as low because we have that steady factor in there. Yeah, yeah and that's, that's that steady factor, I think, is the, uh, the rock solid foundation. Yeah. Right. Yep. If you're if you're grounded in something, you've got an ability to meet more challenges, I guess, with a greater sense of purpose, a sense of purpose that's outside of yourself, because you're mentioning yeah, absolutely. Maybe, uh, as much as you're a helper and a creator at work, you know, it's you do get a, a boost from that, that that prestige, which yeah. is uh, which is OK. But like you said, it's you've you've understood it and, and felt the ability to go through and I love these words, refocus, repurpose, renewal, much better words than retirement. Yeah. And I don't think I've heard that before where a lot of people retire because they're tired. Yeah. But as soon as you said it, 
I see that all the time. So many people are, they're just sick of this job. Yeah. They don't want to drive into the work uh, anymore. They don't want to do that anymore. And, you know, they're, they're leaving because they're tired yeah. as opposed to having a, another thing. You hear retire to something right. all the time. And, and maybe you, you retire because you are tired, but that just gives you the opportunity to refocus, repurpose, renew, uh, yeah. and all there. I'm gonna, I think what I'm going to do here is looking at the title of your book, I'm just going to go left to right uh, okay. because uh, we talked a bit about renewalment, that this retirement time is a, a chance to renew, but you say the next thriving in retirement. What does thriving in retirement look for, for you personally right now? Yeah, great, great question. Um, I really reflect on John 10, 10, where Jesus said he came to give us life and to give us life in the fall. And when I started researching people in retirement, I saw a lot of disillusioned people, a lot of even upset people, uh, a lot of people uh, losing purpose and identity and really becoming a lesser part of themselves. And to, from my perspective, when you retire, whatever age you choose to retire at it, you know, if, uh, if it's full retirement, part retirement, pay, not pay, to me, that's a little irrelevant. It's retiring into uh not running from something but really retiring or renewing to something and um i we retirement years or phase should be our best years of our life now yes our bodies start to deteriorate some and we have some aches and all that stuff right yet just think of all the experiences no matter who you are or what you've done all the life experiences that you have just think of all the ups and downs and learnings that you've had. There's so much you can do to be other-centered. And, you know, the Bible is kind of paradoxical. It's countercultural. And one of the things that we've really experienced ourselves and seen in a lot of other people is when you do become other-centered, the reality is that you're obviously other-centered and you're helping people for their reasons. And... The outcome of that is you find way more personal joy, peace, purpose, and contentment than when you try to make it about you. And so I, to me, that's really thriving, thriving in the sense that it's not about me, it is other-centered, yet at the same time, God's created that process, so I'm thriving in the moment too, and I'm finding more joy and contentment. Yeah, and you're talking about other other centered, other focused, that's part of what you're you're doing now because you're working as a life coach. You've yeah. got your own coaching consultancy. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're helping people. I like how you said most of us have settled for living a less than full life. Yeah. I see now from you sharing that passage from John 10, 10, where you get that from yeah. and where there is a purpose of living life in the full or to the fullest that you're designed to be. And you don't have to be 60 or right. 20 or 80 to say now's my time you can be any of those yeah, times exactly. so I'm, I'm assuming you're as your life coaching you're you're not just talking to other 63 year olds uh you're, you're helping people throughout the spectrum yeah, yeah perfect point yeah i have people in almost each of the decades that i'm working with 20s 30s 40s 50s and 60s and um you know they're all in different life stages yet in some ways they're all looking to live that same full life you know, and they're really looking to clarify their identity and their purpose and really how do they live life to the fullest. 
And um, and that's what we really talk about is living life to the fullest through the lens of from a biblical foundation and through the lens of people's priorities, because we all have different priorities, right? We're all unique. We're all made very uniquely. And um, so the way we're going to apply those is different. And our priorities, to some extent, are going to be different. Uh, but if we don't live the lens, through the lens of those priorities, somebody else fills our day up for us. Yeah, that's that's right on. And you uh, also say uh, in there, this I want to get the, your best quotes out there for people, which okay. is uh, pause and be intentional. And of course, retirement is just a, a forced pause, or yeah. even if you chose it, it's kind of yeah. a forced pause. Yeah. How can somebody, I guess, plan for a pause or just create a pause if they're not in a transition point that's kind of external? How do they create this internal yeah. pausing point? Uh, great, great point. Because uh, without taking a pause, and I call it some mar- building some margin, it's really tough to enjoy the rest of life because we don't take the time to think about it. And the, there's a realization about being intentional about it is because our habits win. Habits always win out over good intentions. They always win out over goals. <laughs> habits win. And I don't know about you, but I have some not great habits okay, sometimes, and they'll lead me astray. And if I'm not intentional about where I want to be going, those habits just lead me. I don't know about you, but I've actually been saying I'm not going to do something while I'm actually doing it. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, it's just a habit that's literally etched in our brain. And unless we take that pause and be intentional about our direction, the habit wins. Now, how do we take that pause is the challenge, right? Because people are like, I don't have time. If we needed more time, God would have given us more hours in the day and more days in the week. There is time. It's are we going to prioritize that time or not, right? Instead of spending, you know, whatever your thing is, if it's spending too much time on TV or too much time on, on social media or too whatever, right? Just say, I'm going to take 10 minutes or start with five and grow to 30 and say, I'm going to take a pause and I'm going to ask them these questions about what is really going right with my life? What's going wrong? What's missing? What am I just totally confused about? <laughs> you know, and start start building that direction towards living that full life because it means a little bit different for all of us. It's Jeremy Kyle here, and I know you're listening to the Retirement Reveal Podcast because you want to learn more about making great retirement decisions. I've created a free video course for you to do just that. Head over to 5stepretirementplan.com and sign up to receive this video training right in your email inbox. We broke down our 5-step retirement plan into bite-sized videos so you can get started on the retirement, investment, and tax planning you need to create a consistent retirement income. Go to 5stepretirementplan.com Use the number or spell it out. You'll get there either way. Fivestepretirementplan.com. Thanks for listening. And now for the rest of the show. Right. I was reading that if you're trying to create a new habit, you need to kind of pair it with an existing habit or some sort of trigger. So if your habit is I'm going to pause and think about my life for five minutes or I'm going to journal for five minutes a day, you might be drinking coffee for five minutes a day. So maybe just don't add something new. Say, I'm going to do this habit while I do the other habit. Absolutely. You know, now, of course, Absolutely. if you're trying to quit smoking, maybe don't 
you know, don't do that while you're <laughs> smoking, yeah. you know, but I, I suppose maybe if, you, if that's what it takes, if you got to read the uh, quit smoking manual on your last cigarette, then maybe that's what it is. But yeah. that's uh, the idea is you already have habits. They're so powerful. Instead of adding in a new one to take up more time, try to pair it with yeah. an existing habit. Yep. Yeah. And then you have a cue that uh, you're aware of, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like the Pavlov's dog thing, right? You know, if, yeah. uh, if coffee is your little bell that, that gets you gets you hungry for your new habit, then, then yeah. fine, go for it, yeah. right? Exactly. Awesome. Well, you've definitely taught us about the, the why, the what, the how for thriving in retirement. That's a big piece of your, your book too. Uh, mm-hmm. But the final piece, which is about half your title, which shows the importance uh, of it, mm-hmm. is the rock salad foundation of, of biblical principles. Yep. And you said earlier that you're reading what the Bible had to say about retirement. And I might've missed that part. Tell me about what the Bible <laughs> says about retirement. Cause in, in my mind and remembering, um, there's not too many retired people around in the Bible or around <laughs> 2000 or 4,000 years ago. T- tell me about that. You're exactly right. Cause the, the concept of, of our you know, retirement as the world views that today is a relatively new concept. And, uh, you know, our worldview of retirement is this uh, retired to a life of self-centered leisure, I call it. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, in the Bible, that concept of retirement is only mentioned once and very briefly. In the book of Numbers, it talks about Levitical priests that uh, you should be a Levitical if you're from uh, if you're a Levite. And your priest, you do that from the age of 20 to the age of 50. And at the age of 50, you retire from that. But the, the, it, it, you, you got to read the rest of it because from yeah. there it says you retire from that so that you can serve the others and allow room for the young priest to come in. Okay. So it, that's the only time it's kind of literally mentioned in the Bible. So what what we what I attempted to do is look at some things that impact retirement and our view of retirement. So I really the book looks at the biblical view of work. Mm-hmm. You know, work is good. Yeah. Uh, work is uh, is real good. It's when we do too much of it that becomes the problem. Right? Right. Um, uh, there's a biblical view of life of leisure and laziness. A uh, biblical view of a Christian lifestyle. While it doesn't use the word Christian lifestyle, First Timothy really talks about a life of provision and contentment and enjoyment. That as Christians we are to live in provision, contentment, and enjoyment. Uh, it doesn't mean we can't be joyful, right? <laughs> um, the uh, and and it looks at what I would call five wise financial principles. I think it's really hard to enjoy retirement renewalment unless you develop a healthy relationship with money because mm-hmm. money is always going to be there. It's part of our life. And the Bible talks about it. It has over 2,300 verses on it. Roughly half of the parables are on money and possession. So we, uh, somebody knew it was going to be an issue. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and so I, it's really important to work with somebody to understand yeah, to me, from my point of view, work with a Christian financial advisor to really understand what those principles are. They're real simple. They're not necessarily always easy, right? Right, right. Um, and then, uh, as we mentioned, the view of retirement, but just all, how does this all fit into renewing? Because in, in John 15, 12, it, where Jesus says, uh, this is my commandment. You are to love others as I have loved you. 
that's really the calling for us in retirement, which is that how do we go out and love on other people? How do we be other centered and serve other people? Um, we're really serving God through helping other people, serving other people. And that doesn't mean we can't have fun. That doesn't mean we can't, we shouldn't enjoy it because we should really enjoy it. Uh, it's just that I like golf. Okay. Yeah. Um, Nothing uh, wrong with that. I, I was Monday morning as I was out golfing. I plan to go golf a little bit later today. I, I like to golf, but that can't be the core of my purpose in renewalment. Mm -hmm. Right. My core is around uh, really how do I how do I help others? What's my vocation? How do I am I available and present for family? Am I am I uh, maturing as a follower of Jesus? Am I doing those things? And yes. Have fun, you know, go on vacations, go on trips, play golf, what, whatever your thing is, uh, go to the top of the mountains. Just don't make that the core of your existence. Yeah, and I think one reason why people view retirement as that self-centered life of leisure, you call it, is that they're focusing so much. They feel like I've got to work now so I can enjoy it later. Uh, you mentioned First Timothy talks about provision, contentment, and enjoyment. I got a feeling that's all together, yeah. uh, maybe at one time or as close as possible to it. It's not provision first, then contentment, then enjoyment. But I feel like it's how, how people, I guess the world looks at it. Is go work on yourself and your, your family's finances first. Eventually, you'll feel good enough about that. And then you can go out and have some fun. And that's yeah. just clearly not the way to do it. That's a great point because I do think that is the worldview is that they they come in that order and you know there's been studies that have been done that ask people how much do more do you need and it it had didn't matter if they had millions of dollars already or not the answer was twenty five percent more right <laughs> so, I, I I knew we were going I seen that study yeah it doesn't matter and so it's real hard to get in, in unless you try to do them together. If you keep them compartmentalized, it's really hard ever to get out of the provision mode. Yeah. To find contentment and enjoyment. And you're so right that it's supposed to be lived together no matter what your age is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. I got uh, one more question for you, Bruce. And sure. I, yeah, before we do that, I'd love to have you just share with everyone, how do we get a hold of you? How do we uh, read your book, find your book? How do we do that? Yep. You can uh, just go to uh, Amazon or barnesandnoble.com or any of the other sellers or uh, the, the publisher who did my book is called Zulon Press, Z-U-L-O-N. You can go directly to their bookstore. It's a little better price there or you can just go to Amazon. I always find that easy myself. And you can just search renewalment in Amazon and renewalment thriving in retirement. It'll pop up in there. So you can you can buy the buy, you know, have it shipped to you or you can do an ebook, either one right there on Amazon. And uh, you can reach, I mean, me, my brucefear7 at gmail.com is easy Gmail to get to. It's just one word, no periods, brucefear at gmail.com. And I'd be happy to answer anybody's questions or thoughts or opinions on anything, so. Well, that's great. Uh, apparently there's at least six other Bruce Fears out there, but you're- yeah. uh, you're the you're the first one on our on our podcast. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Seven's kind of a complete whole number, right? That is very true. Yep, you've read your Bible for sure, definitely. Yeah. Well, awesome, and of course, too, uh, if you want to get a copy of that book, just I'm going to give out for the first three people that email me. It's podcast at kylefp.com, K-E-I-L. 
fp.com. Just email me and say you want a copy of Bruce's book. We'll send that out to the first three people. So definitely do that and or, or go to Amazon and we'll have links to that. And of course, if you want to learn more about what we're doing, you can check us out at fivestepretirement.com. All right, we got one final question for you, Bruce. What is something people don't know about you? And remember, this is a clean rated podcast. <laughs> what is something people don't know about me? That's a great question because I'm kind of a pretty transparent book. But I think something most people would not know about me, especially now with my career and everything, is I grew up thinking I was going to be a pig farmer. All right. I didn't grow up on a farm. I grew up in a rural community. But I really thought I was going to be a pig farmer. And then after that reality collapsed, I was for sure I was going to be a carpenter which is how I put myself through college, but I I never worked as a carpenter after college. So. Hey, that's right. You got more skills than I do, and that's great. I'm I'm wondering, have you ever traded pork bellies? Was that your... Uh... <laughs> no, but that was one of my job offers when I graduated college. Actually. Okay, gotcha. I, I really thought I was going to do that in the commodity industry. Instead, I became a financial advisor. <laughs> that's right. The, the pigs were calling, but you answered another call. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that, Bruce. Thanks for coming on. Tell us about your book. We're going to have a link to that in the show notes. Again, it's Renewalment, Thriving in Retirement, Building on a Rock Solid Foundation of Biblical Principles. Thanks for coming on, Bruce. All right. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You got it. And thank you for listening to the Retirement Reveal podcast. We believe if you know more about your money, you will feel better about your money and you will make better money decisions. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Revealed podcast. Click on the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Visit retirement-revealed.com to learn more. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Kyle Financial Partners. Kyle Financial Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Consult your attorney or tax professional. Representatives have general knowledge of the Social Security tenants. For complete details on your situation, contact the Social Security Administration. Kyle Financial Partners is a part of the Thrivent Advisor Network, a registered investment advisor. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.